My observation has been that everyone, no matter their faith position, experiences it. Whether you believe in God or you don't, whether you regularly attend church or haven't been in one for years, everyone experiences conviction. You might say it is the work of the conscience. Another may object and say that it is the result of social conditioning. No doubt there will be those that say not everyone experiences conviction or has a conscience. I would say that those that do not experience it are the ones with which we ought to be the most concerned. But I'm not convinced that they never experienced conviction or never had a conscience. Conviction. When you are alone with your thoughts, eventually you get to the place of realization that you could be or perhaps that you should be better than you are. You have the conviction that you've acted, thought, or spoken in ways that you ought not. Sometimes you feel guilt as a result of conviction. Sometimes it manifests as shame. Conviction is a good thing. It's like pain. Pain is an indicator that something is wrong, that something needs to be rectified. Conviction is to the soul what pain is to the body. It is a good thing, and I would suggest that conviction is exogenous. It isn't necessarily coming from within you. I'm convinced that it comes from an external source. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. The word convict, it is translated elsewhere in the Bible as convince or rebuke or even expose. And the fact is, we don't like to be exposed or rebuked. It is this, that we don't like to be rebuked or convicted, that indicates that this conviction is exogenous or at least that this conviction isn't under our control. If conviction was able to be controlled by us, then I'm inclined to believe that we, since we don't like it, would choose to never feel conviction. But we can't escape it, and that's not a bad thing. There is a spirit in the world. Jesus called this spirit the helper. The helping spirit is personified by Jesus as a he, Because he is the Holy Spirit, and he comes alongside of those that are in the world, whether they are believers or not, and he calls to us that we do or not do the things that we are doing, or he shines a light on the things that we'd like to keep hidden, or he shines a light on the things that we'd rather not see, and then we are rebuked, exposed, or convicted. Jesus says that, He convicts the world of three things, of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. What exactly does that mean? It means that this Spirit, the Holy Spirit, he shines a light on all the ways in which you and I are missing it. He exposes the ways in which we fail or fall short. He reveals the extent to which you and I are out of alignment with everything that is right or righteous. 
So he not only exposes our failures, but he reveals them in light of a perfect right standard. It's one thing to know that you've failed. It's another thing to see your failure compared to perfection. And when we see our failures in the light of true righteousness, we are judged right then and there. This is a judgment. But there is also an innate expectation that there is a future reckoning that will come because of our failures. And that is an unsettling feeling. That unsettling feeling is one of the reasons that you have a hard time sitting quietly with your thoughts. 3,000 years ago, the psalmist observed that sometimes our souls are disquieted within us. That's what happens when you bump up against conviction. The disquieting work of the spirit of truth, the helper, is identifying that there is something that is not right. You may not like this conviction thing, but in the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, Jesus says, as many as I love, I rebuke or convict. Same word. Why does he do this? Because he would rather you experience conviction and an immediate judgment now so that you not have judgment and damnation in the future. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, Be zealous and repent. Something to think about. See you next time.